Welcome, everyone, to Noble Sports. I'm your host, Nick Noble, here with my two co-hosts, Kyle Huff and Wes Noble. We have a jam-packed show for you today. This could be a long one, so everybody tune in. First of all, we want to give a shout-out to our sponsors. Thanks to Carsport Marina. If you've got a boat and you need a place to float, look no further than Carsport Marina. Ask for Frank, Bobby, or my boy Roy. The best marina trino is in the, in the business. So, Kyle, we're going to jump right into it. I know you're a big Jackson soccer fan. Shout-out our boy Gentry Hayes, the head, head ball coach. Does John Turner coach soccer? No. All right, coach Goff. Coach Goff. All right. Sorry, Johnny. Giving you a false shout-out there. Anyway, Jack City, they beat Estill for a regular season district title. Peyton Tharp broke the single-game goals record held by Drew Davidson, a long-time Jackson great. Um, I think he had nine goals in a game. Is that right? Yeah, nine goals in a single game. Nine goals in a single game, pretty impressive. And he tied Zach Hall and a.k.a. Zebo for the regular season goals record. Wes, I know uh, you don't watch a lot of soccer, but Jackson, I think they got Powell coming up. Yep, Powell. Powell coming District up. Matchup. District District? I thought it was region. I think it's a, they're in the same district, aren't they? Same, really sure. same district. Here we go. So, Wes, who's your predictions? Jackson versus Powell, first round of uh, championship district tournament. I'm going to go with Jackson. They're hot right now. That uh, Peyton Tharp's playing good. They seem to. It's a, is this the playoffs or is this like just a game? I think it's district championship. Oh yeah, well they're clicking at the right time, so I'll I'll take Jackson. I think it's support. first round playoffs. I don't I don't know how district soccer works. So Clearly, we don't keep up with soccer much, but anyway, shout out tournament soccer game Jackson versus Powell. We're obviously we're for Jackson. Powell, the furthest team in the uh, mountains. We got a Estel. you know Estel Estel or Powell Estel Estel not even in the mountains in my opinion like they're they're, they're in the, the forty eighth region they're in the same district as Jackson soccer well okay there you go we'll say they're in the mountains just for convenience purposes because they're in the district anyway Jackson versus Powell coming up hopefully Jackson gets it done for our, for all of our Powell listeners we're sorry but you know we like who we like what can we say we're biased on this podcast that's how we go shout out Zach Collin for uh, holding that record holding that record yeah. that was impressive you know I didn't know that. Four or five year record holding it down. Anyway, moving on. Brethren was on by last week. They get Middlesbrough this week. We're going to preview that game towards the end. Hopefully, you know, Brethren gets it done. They're coming off two losses. Wes, what do you think about those two losses? Do you think a bye week gets Brethren right? You know, I think they got to get Sperry more involved. You know, he had, I think, 150 yards in the first quarter. And then uh, towards the end, they kind of like let your sort of keyed in on him. But anyway, what's your predictions going forward? Do you think Brethren gets it done this week? Let's hear what your thoughts are. Uh, yeah, I think Brethren will bounce back here. They've had a few really tough losses these last few weeks. I think they should have won both of them. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they uh, practice hard these last few weeks, watch a lot of film, see what they need to do, correct it. And uh, I feel like we forgot to mention this last week, but uh, Wills Turner – how much? How many yards? Hundred sixteen. Six for one sixteen. Hey, he played good, and you know I think they need to kind of. I think they just need to throw the ball all over the field, but uh, get Spurry and him and you know these uh, screen passes and stuff like that. But I think they bounce back big time, big win, forty nine to forty one. 49-41. Heard it here first. Kyle Middlesbrough comes in. They lost their first two games, but since then they've won their last four. Their losses were to Hazard, who's third in 1A, and Williamsburg, who's like seven in 1A. Lost to Williamsburg by one point. What are you, what's your predictions for Brethren versus Middlesbrough? I'm sure you'll be there rooting hard for the Bobcats. Yeah, I think it'll be a shootout. Uh, like I've always – I reiterate, Middlesbrough lost a lot of people last year. Um, Brethren had two tough losses. They, sh- they 
actually probably should have won both. They should have. Mm, we should have beat Letcher. They were up 21 nothing, and then Letcher. It was all Letcher after that. So I, can, I don't know yeah, that I can I say Let, yeah. they should have beat Letcher. Yeah, Letcher, I, like Wes says, they should play a game in the first in, – in the locker room before they come out and play. And they'd probably – they probably had a lost game by now. But uh, I got breath in this one. Um, I agree with Wes. I, I think, you know, the the passing games there. Um, I'd, I've seen people, though, they've been saying they need to run more. But I don't know if it's old-timers or who's saying that. It's on Bluegrass Rivals. But they're saying they, they, they went to the pass and they should they should be running it more. But I, I actually agree with Wes. They uh, – I like the passing game, but you kind of got to mix it up to where it it's kind of even, you know. Run a little bit, pass a little bit, but uh, I think Brethett wins this one. Two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Bold prediction, Kyle. Hopefully you're right. I mean, I'm not good. I don't know. Like, I I think it's going to be close. It's, 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 hard, it's, it's not. Hard, it's hard to play at the Riverbank. <laughs> I mean, they, have, they are undefeated at the Riverbank this season. You know, Middlesbrough's hot right now. They beat them last year, so Brethett owes them one. I like that fact that they have a bye coming into this game, so they've had two weeks to prepare, and then they get a week off. So basically it's all Middlesbrough yeah, for so three not, weeks. not dropped out of the district, I think, is why they got a bye. You're saying the bye next mm-hmm. week. Yeah, they dropped out of the district, so that's why they got the bye they next week. They should pick up somebody. Not well, kind of, not I'd, kind say of hard. I'd say yeah. it's hard to pick somebody up because the season. the season, yeah, I mean, it's middle of the season. Everybody's got their schedule already. COVID year, they picked up Lafayette. Right. I'm sure they could pick up somebody, but, well, maybe they, I mean, maybe they could. I, I don't know. Not County makes no sense to me because they they played teams. They played Lizard County. They played McGoffin County. Obviously, they got drilled by McGoffin. I think it was like thirty nine to six. So maybe they just thought, you know, we're not we don't stand a chance against Breath, so we're just going to take this one off this year and maybe come back next year. Obviously, they lost Kaiser Sloan and Landon Smith and their other uh, good wide receivers. So I don't really know why they're playing some teams and not others. But moving on, what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, not confuses me because they kind of have the like same like demographics as Breath County. You know, why are they so bad at football? I mean, seriously, they are. And they're getting a turf field, too, from what I hear. Uh, why, you know, do they just not have a feeder program? Or why are they, you know, you would think that they would be competing in 2A. But they're they're just not competing at football at any level they've been at, you know. I mean, I think it's that you, you hit the nail on the hammer. That's the hammer on the nails, how the saying goes. And I don't think they have a feeder program, and it's mainly basketball around there. They got the sports plex, so everybody just goes to play basketball year round. It's definitely a basketball school for sure. Uh, But I don't know. They, I think, if somebody went in there and started a feeder feeder program, maybe they could turn it around. But it take it's going to take like ten years. I'd say the uh, Lumberjacks, Breathitt County Lumberjacks, is going to blow up here before long. I know, you know, Phoenix, my son, he's going to be playing in the Lumberjacks as soon as, he, as, soon as he can walk down there. And I'm not saying we're going to Breathitt County, but I'm saying here? we're coming. We're going to bring commit? some. We're going to bring some kids from uh, from Hazard and Perry Central to go get our get start them young anyway. See what they can do and build them up from there because I think I that know. helps when you play younger and then you like, you know, try to oh, for get sure. better early Phoenix, on. You get, yeah. Here's an idea for Phoenix. He needs to have like the, you know, how the high schoolers pick their college. Mm-hmm. He needs to have that. I'm pretty sure kids do that nowadays, don't they? Like transfer yeah, portal and everything else. Oh, well, they go in wherever. You know, Perry Central recruits wherever they want, and Hazard does too. So I think their kids are having announcements on Twitter and everywhere else. Like, here's my final three high schools I'm choosing between this week. We can give them an NIL deal. Noble no, Sports. That's, that's the, noble, the first Noble Sports uh, sponsored athlete. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. TBD. We, TBD. We'll get that money from Pizza Hut back. 
<laughs> getting money back. We realized that they shut down a little too late. Anyway, I think I'm going to go with – I'm going to have to go with Middlesbrough. They're uh -oh. coming in hot. Nick's famous. They're coming in hot. I, I just think Middlesbrough is uh, – they have Brethett's number. They beat them twice last year. Hopefully, I'm hopefully I'm wrong. I think, but we'll I think see. everybody like okay. So we've I've seen polls on the internet. I've seen polls on Twitter that we hosted. It's about seventy thirty Brethett winning over Middlesbrough. So everybody's taking Brethett. Even I even even Middlesbrough people are like down on the team this year. They like the coach. Seems like, but they're kind of you know they're just seems like they're a little down on the team. They're like, what's happening to Middlesbrough's? You know, I don't know. Do you think the polls are a little biased because we're in the heart of Breathitt County? Well, no, I, I mean, even on Bluegrass Rivals. Oh, okay. So it's, I thought it was it's just... almost the same. Like, I think it was 60, 70, or 67, 33, or something like that. So, about, the, I mean, basically the same. What's the line? What would you make the line? I think it's Breathitt minus three. What you, what Home you field. Home field. That's probably right. That's fair. That's why you got to uh, take five, middle. Or six. Breathitt has lost two in a row, Wes. I don't like. I should have won both of them games. They should. You cannot look me in the face and tell me that they should have beat Letcher because Letcher was dominant for three quarters. They should have beat Letcher. Well, they was up twenty-one to nothing. <laughs> he just did, Nick. He looked you right in the eyes. Well, twenty-one nothing. Wes has been known to say some crazy things. I mean, I'll, but that's neither here nor should, there. Hey, should have should Letcher have beat uh, Hazard? No, Hazard dominated for three and a half quarters. For two and a half. Hazard was the better team. Then Letcher, like, flips a switch and Jonah Little goes off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. They was up 28 nothing. Letcher, like I said, th that first quarter just gets them. It kills them. They give up so many points. It's like they, they're confused. Like, they don't know how to play football in the first quarter. But then they start dominating. I'd say they're minus 60 in the first quarter in every game this year. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, that's not even a joke. Like, they, they are awful in the first quarter to come out and start games. Anyway, moving on, we'll move on straight to uh, Letcher. PCC was up 32-14 against Letcher. Wes picked it right. He said two touchdowns, so he was roughly – he was he was in the realm there. Then PCC goes on to lose 49-32. to Letcher had 35 unanswered, Wes. 35. And uh, John Little, I think he's the 43 region Tim Tebow. Like, they don't really light it up in the passing game, but, you know, they get down and then they come back and just nothing anyone could do. They they should have beat Hazard, in my opinion. They gave it the ball on the 35-yard line with 60 seconds to go, and Hazard throws two deep passes, and Landon Smith, future SEC All-American, catches a touchdown and wins it all. That was good. That was a heck of a play. I, yeah. Letcher, I don't know. Letcher just might be the team of destiny or something. I don't know what's going on. If we did the rankings last week, do you think Letcher's the best team out of Hazard, Breathitt, and uh, Perry Central? Yeah, from second quarter on, they're better than anybody I've ever seen. But, <laughs> but uh, first quarter, they're I think Knott County could beat them. First, Knott County needs to schedule them just play one quarter, see if they can beat them, <laughs> see what happens. It's funny that you just said you thought they were the best team, but you literally just five I, minutes I ago said Breathitt should have beat them. They should have. Breathitt, here's the thing. So we, we've talked about the rankings this week. Uh, the Letcher beating Perry hurt Breathitt more than, like, Hazard. You know, it kind of helped Hazard because Hazard beat Letcher. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. Breathitt could easily be number one if they, if they, you know, just a few plays here and there. They could easily be number one. A lot more than a few plays, son. They didn't do anything in the Game second answer. half against Letcher. You Game can't answer. say you need a few plays. They needed a half. To beat Letcher, they had to. No, I, you can't I, let a guy run for 270 yards and then look tell me that they just needed a few plays to win that game. They had to do a whole half of defense and they couldn't stop one guy. I mean, he had I mean, 270. I mean, I can't. Yeah, they got the, down to the red zone like 
fifty times and didn't score. Like uh, they, and they after, had a tough they had a tough fumble in the like on the fifteen, and well it was their fifteen, so they obviously scored off that mm-hmm. fumble. So that was tough for them too. I, I mean, I agree. The breath at red zone offense is where we're struggling right now. Like, they can get it, you know, in between the 20s. They're great. You know, they well, can hit the deep shots and everything. But once they get into, like, the red zone, it's like they, they struggle. They want to run the ball. you think they need to go wishbone or you think they need to do a little fade to Spurry or let Wheels have it in the open field? I would like to see more of Wheels and Sperry on the same side. And there was, used to be a play in Madden or NSA football where one guy ran a post and one guy ran a corner. And then, then, you know, you just go from there and just maybe roll out to that side. and then let 74? Yeah. Like, that <laughs> was the place. I actually or think that's uh, – well. Sale, ain't it? Sale. I think it was sale. I think that's a good call. That's a good yeah. memory there. But uh, that's what I like to see. I don't go to the running game because we're not great a great rushing team. I think they've been held under 100 rushing we yards. We've got a big line, though. I mean, if they come to play, then I don't know. I we, mean – they got, they got to prove a little bit more to me, but they're, they've done all right so far. I mean, I don't – Oh, I yeah. Don't, I, also, honorable mention – Tyler Bryant, he threw for 350 yards against Ledger. I mean, he's playing great. Like, yeah. we can't knock any anything on offense besides the red zone efficiency. That's where we're struggling right now. But I I like fades, though. I think mm. you, I, I do. I, it's normally a 50-50 ball, but, I mean, Sorry. you got a Have guy you got... that can do between the legs. I yeah. Mean, he can at least swat it down if you got uh, – I put Spurry on the inside, like the Y or H. Slot whatever. man? Yeah, the slot. Put him in the slot so you, like, just – Switch it up a bit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, run, run, pass. RPO? No, no. Like Tim Tebow. Run, jump pass. Run, oh, jump, jump pass. pass. I don't I like think that's going to work. Hold up the Bryce there. It does work. I don't think it's going to work in the red zone for Breathitt. Unless I like to I mean, get Bryce involved. Yeah, but, Bryce, he'd be another one. He's the one that needs to get involved more in the red zone because, you know, they boy. scored. He, right, he, he, he could probably post somebody up, honestly. Whatever you got to do. But that's when, because obviously they're not passing too much. So if they get him in the red zone, that's when I think they need to let it uh, try and get him the ball more. If he's, you know, 6'6 and can run, move a little bit. And he I don't, agree. That's where they yeah. need to get him. What's the injury report on him? Do we know? I think he. I think he's he's been practicing. He's back. Like okay. no uh, no fractured hand, so he'll be good to go against Middlesbrough. And they're going to need him. Middlesbrough's line's pretty big, and I know, like we've been saying, uh, he was really good against Hazard, and since then he hasn't been as good. We need a big game from Bryce. They expect to win this one. So uh, Letcher's next game is against Harlan, and PCC has Paintsville. Moving on, Hazard just played Ashland Blazer. Hazard was Hazard won fourteen to seven. Max Pelfrey had one hundred forty yards and two touchdowns passing and seventy three yards rushing. Uh, Max Johnson was held in check. I think he had two catches for sixty yards, but only four yards rushing. Dang! It was all Hank Pelfrey. They, I mean, keyed, they keyed in. They oh, locked, it was Hank Pelfrey to Max. No, no, no. Max Johnson. They locked down. I was moving on, telling you what Hank Pelfrey had. No, oh, okay. Uh, I think Landon Smith had sixty for forty, and Hank Pelfrey. Uh, anyway, don't know what he did. He had a pretty good game. I'm pretty sure he had like four or five catches for about uh, uh, 50 or 60 yards. Defense, Ryan Dean had 16 tackles. What? And Logan Thomas had 14 tackles. So Holy smokes. That's, run the that's, uh, that's, I don't know. What, that's Matt Robinson numbers. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it is. He yeah. was all over the place. So they, you know, Big game from Ryan Dean and Logan Thomas. Shout out those guys and Hazard. Yeah, yeah. I think they Defense uh, wins championships. Since their loss to uh, Brett, they've righted the ship and they've been – Cutting down on like the nonsense stuff, like those kids, they're not allowed to like talk much and do much crazy stuff. That's good. That's what the, that's what you gotta. That's what you need. I mean, like the Hulk mask, like that's y'all won't shut want, up. Mike. One voice, it's gonna be mine, and that's the coach. That's, right. that's how it is. Like you can't have this, these players popping off. Anyway, Hazard, I, I had Ashland winning that game, and they've kind of shut me up the last little bit. So 
shout out Hazard. They've they're they're doing good. They're better. They they're better than I thought that they were. Basically, they're, is what I'm saying. They're third ranked team in one A. End of the year, they get Pikeville. They go to Pikeville. That's like that's first, gonna be tough. First team in one A versus third, so that'll be a big game. I mean, imagine playing. You probably both have uh, aspirations of playing for the state title. They're playing going to probably play in the second round. So big matchup it, there. Yep. How does that work? Yeah, are they going to play in the They're in the same district. Seriously? Yeah. I did, I did not know that. Yeah, that's tough. Going to be a tough one. Their yep. second round. I mean, obviously they got to win their first game to play each other, but they should be matched up in the second round. Hazard, they get, they travel to Somerset. Somerset, I think, is the seventh-ranked team in 2A. Who's your predictions this week? Wes, we'll go with you first. Hazard versus Somerset. Third in 1A versus, two in, uh, versus seven in 2A. I'm going with Hazard. Uh, I feel like Somerset has Somerset not been down a little bit. Yeah, they're not as good this year. I think they're like three and two on the year. Yeah, I'm going with Hazard. I I think Hazard's got the athletes. That quarterback seems like he's turned it on. Like I feel like he he didn't do a whole lot against Breath. It was mostly. The, I mean, nobody. It was it was basically Hazard's defense that kind of done stuff against Breath. Yeah, Mac, special teams. Yeah, and yeah, I think Hazard's. Hazard's coming into form here. Like you said, I guess they've cut down on the it's, nonsense. You know, it seems like people's keying in, or these defenses are keying in on uh, Max Johnson, and it's opening up uh, the passing game, opening up stuff for other players. So, that, you know, it's kind of getting to a more balanced uh, – but, you know, then they might start keying in on the passing game, then Max might be getting 100 yards, you know. So who's your prediction, Kyle? Hazard versus Somerset. Well, Briar Jones. BGR Briar seems like people's uh, – Fading Somerset. So they're taking Hazard, the majority. Seems like it might have been 70 30 ish, hmm. but uh, I Fade can't. public. Yeah. So most people's taking Hazard. I th- I've bet against Hazard like every, or I've, I've said I'm against Hazard every game. I'm going to have to take them this game. I think I lean Hazard too. Hazard, you know, they look like a well oiled machine right now. I think they get the job done fine, down in uh, Pulaski fine, County. Fine tuned machine. Now we've got to uh, shout out our other sponsor, Bobby D. Trucking. If you've got trees or logs that you need hauled, then look no further than Bobby D. Huff, best log hauler in the business. Been hauling logs since the 90s, so he knows trees better than Kyle Newbies. Shout out Bobby D. Trucking. <laughs> Moving on, Leslie beat Fairview last week, 52-14. to 14. Got Middlesboro and Brevet coming up. Landry Collett threw for 213 yards and four touchdowns. Three different receivers caught a touchdown. Kyle, is Leslie County, like, coming into form now towards the end of the year right before district play and do you think they could challenge Middlesbrough or Breathitt for the the district crown I think anybody can win on any given night uh and we've been yeah I mean we've we haven't really talked much about Leslie but it seems like they're they've you know they might be a contender They've got, they've got some good players. Collett's a solid quarterback. And then Wyatt uh, Hensley, he's a pretty good receiver. I know he's caught, I think, a touchdown like three games in a row. He's probably their number one receiver. But then, you know, if you're throwing touchdown passes to three different guys, then you probably have some talent out there out wide. Yeah. Obviously, you know, we're a big passing team. Wes, what's your predictions for a couple weeks? Do you think Leslie County goes 0-2, 1-1, or 2-0 uh, and against Middlesbrough and Breathitt here October 7th and October, I think, 15th? Listen, I don't know who, I don't know who Fairview is. Who is Fairview? I, no, no clue. They I are, mean, they are who we thought they were. That's right. Uh, you know, God bless them. But uh, Leslie beat them fifty-two to fourteen. I don't think nothing against Leslie. I like Leslie. <laughs> New turf field. New turf field. They got a beautiful. I think Mike Wicker is helping out a little bit. So that's. I mean, that's he's he's a he's a dandy. He knows his stuff. Former Eastern Kentucky great Mike Whitaker, great uh, quarterback there in his time. And uh, I think they go all one too. Hmm. Against Middlesbrough and Breathitt. 
unfortunately. Well, I, I, I hope they beat Millsboro. I'm gonna uh, say I'm gonna say they beat Millsboro and they lose to Brethren. I think, you know, <laughs> the Fighting John Nobles. I, they aren't ready. Like you always say, they're a year away from being a year away. I think they lose both of them. Obviously, I'm picking Millsboro against Brethren, so I'm not gonna take but, Leslie over Brethren this week. But we'll see how it goes. Maybe they can, you know, prove me wrong. They got that nice field, new turf. Everybody sounds like everybody's getting turf now. Do you think Brethren will eventually move to turf? I hope not. Uh, hey, like I said last week, who likes carpet burns? I like the, I like see, grass fields, man. Did you see what uh, – who was it? Somebody tweeted that uh, they should do away with turf fields because that one dude just like, tore his ACL. Odell Beckham. Odell Shepard, Beckham. Shepard said that? Just, no, well, Odell Beckham. But Shepard tore his ACL. Yeah. Like he's just like running straight mm-hmm. line, just knee. I don't know. He could be – like he's pretty old, ain't he? He's kind of injury prone. He's like 29. Yeah. And I mean – no, I don't wish injuries on anybody. I wish every athlete could stay healthy. But do you think that's more on just age and just, you know, breaking down a little bit, or do you think that's because of the turf? I mean, people I tear their ACLs on grass fields too. That is true. Well, but running a straight line? Running a straight line. That's literally how you tear an ACL. It's like a non-contact injury. But I, he, he okay. wasn't even cutting. Okay, Mr. Doctor. <laughs> Dr. Nick. Uh he looked like he's just running a straight line. I don't know. I, I just like grass field. I don't know. I'm old fashioned, I guess. Do you think the cold weather affects the grass field more than it does turf? That's my thought process. Yeah. It is, does. Oh yeah, for sure. You can because tell. it gets hard. Mm. That's what she said. But anyway, the, the <laughs> grass the grass turns like yellow, and it looks cool. In the a winter. yellow brown field looks cool more than a turf field. Like when it gets cold, yeah. you know, you know, it's fall when it turns brown. Who the heck's pulling in here? Is this Josh? Josh Strong might be first Uh-oh, time on the got, podcast. We anyway, got, we got a special guest coming in. I, my preference is a uh, turf. I think turf looks the best. Where you know, if you worry about carpet burn, wear them little sleeves that people wear. I mean, when it gets cold, you're wearing long sleeves anyway. The whole boys brought his lunch and everything. Josh Strong coming up in here might get a special guest on the podcast. Anyway. Powell loses to Lewis, Powell loses to Lewis County 29-34 and Estill County beats Rockcastle County 7 to 3. Uh we're not I mean impressive win 7 to 3, you know, probably wasn't a probably a clobber knocker, I guess. I didn't really look up in the stats probably. that one much, but I think Estill's on a bye this week and Powell goes to Fleming County. They get Fleming County at home. Kyle, what's your predictions Powell versus Fleming County? Uh Powell played Perry close. Perry's decent. I got Powell. Perry is still ranked tenth in four A, and Letcher's not ranked. I don't know what that is or who puts out those I, rankings. That doesn't make think, sense to me. Yeah, I think like we cover like four or five teams. I think we know more about these certain teams than like even the Mountain Top Ten. I'm like I don't know who does that, but uh, I think it's completely wrong. Uh, I think Pulaski County should be in the Mountain Top Ten. I don't think. Yeah, me and Nick was actually talking about this this week. Who I think Clay Clay County is your first Mountain School? Mm-hmm. Uh. And then probably Powell. I don't really consider Estill's not. They're they're in Central Kentucky. So, my in my mind, it's Powell down to Prestonsburg. Mm, you wouldn't put Pikeville in? Yeah, I mean, I'm saying on the Mountain Parkway it goes to Prestonsburg. Then you go down 23 down to Pikeville. <laughs> but Clay over, yeah. Yeah, I would go Clay to Pikeville to Powell. And that's that's to probably bail. To, bail, yeah. I mean, yeah, bail, to bail. bail and Harlan, like all them. Yeah, yeah. Though, that would be that would be like the area that I would think needs to be in the mountain top ten. And as far as like the mountain schools, in my opinion, Harlan's like, got some big mountains. Yeah, like Laurel County is not mountains. There, no, there's no, no that they, they don't need to be in the city boys out there. Exactly. They just they go to the lake and whatever. 
work on their tan all year, I guess. But anyway, good, pretty good team down there. Corbin, obviously, a great uh, number one in, I think they're two in 5A right now behind Bull County. So it would be a pretty good matchup, Bull uh, County versus they're, Corbin. They're 3A, right? No, Corbin's 5. Oh, they're 5A? Yeah. They're 5 no, They moved four. up. You sure they're not 4? Boys. You say Boyle? Boyle's 1. Yeah, 4. Boyle's my bad. 4. four. Okay. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. Getting ahead of myself there. I think it's okay. got a little bit. My population's rising on I-75 there, That's so they. <clears throat> All right. We kind of previewed this earlier, but we're going to go back to Breathitt versus Middlesbrough. Middlesbrough come, coming in has won four in a row. They barely lost to Williamsburg, 21-22, currently 4-2. and two. Their best player is number five, Vincent Smith. He's a running back. Uh, they have a pretty good wide receiver in Cameron Wilson. I think he had a touchdown against uh, – Hazard, and then he's been solid ever since. Usually catches two or three passes a game for about 50 yards. On defense, they got number 66, Terrence Brooks, uh, Logan Ritchie, Tristan Hatfield, and Caden Grigsby is the quarterback. He's a better rusher than he is passer. He's kind of like like Jonah Little, except he's not as explosive. Sort of that. like the Tim Tebow issue. So that could be the deciding factor there. Brett's going to definitely have to key in on him and the running back if they want to secure the win. I know we predicted again, West, does that change your mind about how this game might go? Absolutely not. No. I like well, we got key in on the quarterback. When I say we, I mean breath, but I'm unbiased. Uh, we got key in on the quarterback and the running back. We just need to stop the run. Like I feel like nobody like throws it as much you as we do. Stack the box. What do you think? Put put nine in the box. Make them <laughs> make them beg them to throw it. Beg them to throw it. Because I think, you know, we got uh, we got some good linebackers. You know, really uh, good. Corey cool. Combs, Gibson. And um, Tincher. Yeah, yep. And we got one good good one on the bench. We got a good D-line, Michael Hudson, Robinson, Bryce. Bryce. Uh, I'm missing somebody, I know. but Yeah, sorry. I think we should be really good against the runs. I, I don't expect nobody to run for whatever that Little got. 270? 270. Little, the thing with Little is he they just can't – in the open field, he's like breaking tackles. And he's, he's quick, so he, he is a tough player to uh, – to get down. Like I said, he looked like a young Tim Tebow against the Bobcats. I mean, really, if you had to compare him to anybody, it would be Tim Tebow. So, Kyle, you still on board with the Bobcats? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm on board with Bobcats. I think Coach Moore and the staff is probably watching film and uh, kind of keying in on Middlesbrough's um, strengths and turning them into weaknesses. Like I said, the extra bye week helps, you know, getting the bye week right before Middlesbrough and then another week off after that. I still think Middlesbrough is too much, and the running back and the quarterback are going to just run all over Breathitt. Hopefully I'm, hopefully I'm wrong. Obviously yeah. I'm for Breathitt, but I'm not going to go in predicting them to win after watching them the last two weeks. Right. Yeah, I watched Middlesbrough play Hazard. The quarterback was definitely, uh, you know, he, he ran the ball a lot. And they when they forced him to throw, they didn't, Middlesbrough didn't look too good. Um, so that's what I'd be doing if I was Breathitt. Yeah. Uh, but still covering the pass, you know, you can't just leave somebody wide open. But I still I still got breath in this one. Moving on, um, we've got some random topics to talk about. First, this is something I read on uh, SportsCenter, or not SportsCenter, it was just on some website the other day. If you're a season ticket holder for the Cincinnati Reds, you get 10 swings to hit a home run and win free season tickets. So, Kyle, I'm asking you first, who do you think in our family could hit – could hit a home run to win free season tickets. Because obviously you're a big Reds fan. I mean, your family's your in-laws, I guess, live right around Cincinnati. You spent the weekend up there watching Luke Combs, wherever it was, sing some songs, <laughs> play a concert. But, uh, you know, you can pick yourself. I'll, I'll argue for or against whoever you're picking, I guess. But uh, what do you think? Who do you think would be the person could hit uh, a home run? It can't be anyone 
I read the, the rules. It can't be anyone who played in the minor leagues or major leagues. I got you. Uh, yeah, after playing our wiffle ball game every spring. Didn't or, have a season this year because you, unfortunately, Corey, you tore that. your Achilles. No, hey, I'll be back stronger next year. You played it all. At Rainers? Yeah, you all played at Rainers. Oh, that's right. I've watched. That don't count because we, like we, yeah, yeah, we had a ton of people out there. I mean, Jameson's a good old boy, but he's not a D1 pitcher like myself. So, <laughs> that's how it goes sometimes. Uh if so, like I said, all these wiffle ball games, I think one of the biggest hitters. He's a big boy too. He's he's stout. Josiah Noble. He's th- my pick. I think I agree with that when I was going with Josiah when I when I read this. Can't throw couldn't throw it from here to Kyle's car out there, but he can swing it back. Lefty, you know, great hitter. Actually it's kinda how he was playing little league or whatever. He couldn't throw to save his life, but he can swing swing the bat. Wes, who's your who's your who's your pick? My pick also was Joe. But uh, if I had to pick one that I don't trust to do it, probably Nick. <laughs> I, I truthfully, I don't think I'm more of like a get on base I'm sparingly. Will I hit one deep? But uh, I'm just a get on get get a single I, and or a double and hope for the best. I actually like when Joe pitches against Nick. I don't know why, because I hit it every time. No. Yes. And he strikes yes. you out. Everybody goes crazy. It, yeah. it is a intense rivalry, big bro versus little bro. Fortunately, Robbie doesn't come down enough to get the rivalry going between you two, so it's mainly me and Josiah nowadays. He he knows where he stands. You think you can take him one-on-one in a pitcher versus batter duo? I, yeah, I think so. Right. Confidence is key. When he, where's Robbie at when you need him to argue his, his side? Yeah, he, he can't defend himself. Huh? Honestly, I think I could probably do it if Dad's pitching. I just know his pitches too. Well, we all probably do because we went over there to LBJ and hit many of baseballs. Doug throws them ducks out there. He's yeah, like, "Here yeah. you go. Let's see. You all hit it, and my defense is going to back me up." I don't know how many. I run probably miles out there when Doug's pitching in the outfield. Anyway, moving on. Unfortunately, there's a hurricane going on down in uh, Florida right now. Kyle, I want to know: Would you evacuate if you were in Florida, or would you stay? Yeah, I'd get the heck out of Dodge. Uh, no need for me to stay. I'd head up north. What about you, Wes? Stay or go? Well, I was watching it yesterday, and if I live, like, in a high, like, uh, one of these apartments, like skyscrapers, mm-hmm. I might just stick it out, see what I have. I wouldn't leave. Unless I'm, like, on the coast, like, you know, Miami. If I'm inland, like, 20 miles, I ain't leaving. Like, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I'm I mean, not going. Yeah. Like, it's too much of a hassle to drive out. And I was reading, there's all kinds of, like, uh, sharks. Fuzz, not fuzz, but uh, getting gas, like, you... All the gas stations like shut down. Like they don't have any gas to give away. You have to once you start getting like half a tank, you have to try and find a gas station to fill up because you're gonna run out and you got to go all the way to past Georgia before oh. you can find a place to like camp out for the couple of days until the weather passes. Yeah, I wouldn't go. Look, you know what? Too much to deal with. I mean, people around here, how many Gramp Nan and Gramps? I was like, we ain't leaving. Big flood a few mo- weeks ago, months ago, whatever. And they was like, you know, we ain't going. Yeah, I'd be like thing, that. The thing about a hurricane is, you know, like a week in advance. Or, like, at least four days that it's coming. You know what I'm saying? I mean, no offense to the weather, man. They're not all the time accurate. Like, how many times does a hurricane hit land, then it just, like, dies off? And you're like, oh, man, I wasted all this money traveling to Georgia. I mean, that's true. I mean, but you know what's coming, somewhat. I ain't leaving. What would you do? Would you – what if you seen a shark just on the sidewalk? I did see. Did I send you that video? I think oh, I sent it to Yeah, there was a – In a – I seen an orca too. Naples or somewhere. <laughs> Shut up. Naples, there was a shark swimming through the street. And be like, let's go catch that sucker. We'd have shark legs shark tonight, leg. whatever. Shark shark Fried shark. Can't beat some good shark legs. Can't, can't beat it. Was that's what I, that'd be. That, but that's my opinion. I ain't leaving. We hope. We hope either. for the well, best. It depends on 
That's it. If I'm had like a house like right on the beach, then you have to. I'd be like, see you. Yeah, but if I'm you're not. if you're in like, I don't know, Tallahassee, whatever. Kiss on me. Not going. Yeah, kiss on me. Where, where's Hunter at to argue the Panhandle and everything else that we need to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. It's south of the Panhandle. Though. You got to you got to go if you're south of the Panhandle. You can't risk it. So moving on, we're going to our bets. Wes went cold on us. He's eight and seven. We're gonna do a new game starting now. See who's the best gambler between Nick, Kyle, and Wes. We'll go into the end of end of this year. Winner gets. Well, can't think of something. What the winner gets? The Tom Hill Award. The Tom Hill. I don't know. Pat Hill Award. We'll come up with. Well, Coach Holcomb, Blow Man Wins Award for the best gambler. I have my three picks. Wes, you know you were zero and three last week. You were eight and four. You had two weeks in a row where you were three and two, and then kind of. Went a little cold. So I'll let you go first. Who's your top three bets of the week? I know we disagree on this one, but I really like Alabama this week. I know you're thinking, like, oh, it's Alabama. I bet on them every week. It's Alabama. They're they're going to figure it out. I think Arkansas should have won that game last week, but I think their season just goes downhill now. And another one I like, uh, let's see, what was it? Well, I'll, I'll, Kentucky, I think we're all on Kentucky. Which is probably it's bad news. Fade, fade. If it all, fade. literally everyone I know is sending me bet on Kentucky. Yeah, that yeah, scares that's, me because mm-hmm. I did. Or uh, yeah, yeah, that's, we all have. But unfortunately, we all are like Kentucky's team. We watch, so it's tough to be like, yeah, we're not betting on. I'm not going to bet against Kentucky. I feel like I know more than Vegas when it comes to Kentucky football. I probably don't, but that's what I tell myself. And uh, shoot, what was that one? I was looking at it. Uh. Need to come back? Uh, yeah. We'll yeah. come back. Kyle, I'll go. Do you want to go with me? Go ahead. So I got my three. Um, we're do- I'm doing NFL and college. I really like the Cowboys minus three against Washington this week. I think Washington's horrible, and I uh-huh. think Cooper Rush, quarterback controversy, Cooper Rush might be the new QB1 in Dallas in the year. Like, Where's this game at? This, it's at Dallas. Uh-huh. So I'm not doing my whole uh, you know, divisional rival plus points. If you're a divisional dog, you always take the divisional dog, in my opinion. It seems like that's money every time. I read something like the under is going like 70% this year. Like if you're going to just bet on anything, just pick an under and go with there. Obviously, you know, me and Wes, we picked an over two weeks ago and lost. So I'm taking the Cowboys minus three. My other bet, Michigan against Iowa. I got Michigan minus 10.5. I think Iowa's not any good. Like, you know, they beat Rutgers like 27 to 10 last week. I think their first game of the year was 7 to 3, and they had four points on safeties. So I'm going with uh, Michigan minus 10.5. 14 to nothing. Yeah, well, and you win. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and then my third pick, I'm fading West. I like Arkansas plus seventeen and a half. I think Alabama is good. Obviously, I could never bet against Alabama in any other format. Arkansas is solid this year. Their quarterback's good. He had a terrible play where he tried to jump in from the like four yard line and like Superman into the end zone. They fumble it and then Texas A&M runs it for a touchdown. Then they hit a field goal off the upright and lose. Yeah. They so, should have won that. I think it was a fluky win, a, a loss against Texas A&M. Maybe it was, they were looking ahead a little bit, and I don't know. I think just whenever he fumbled that ball, he just fell apart. But I think he's a very good quarterback, uh, better passer than he is runner. He's underrated as a passer. They everybody thought like, oh, he's you know great runner or whatever. But he's been a pretty good passer this year. I think they were two and one on two and zero oh before that game covering because I bet on them twice because you picked them too. Week one, we took them, and then they had South Carolina, and they covered as well. So I'm taking Arkansas. I think they route the ship, and I don't think they win, but I think they cover the plus 17. Kyle, what's your picks? Yeah, so we're going with the first game is tonight. Dolphins to cover. Dolphins plus like three? 
four. Yeah, plus four. Plus four, yeah. Dolphins plus four. They got the Bengals favored. Bengals have honestly looked like crap this year. I'm a, I'm a Bengals fan, though, but Miami, here's the thing. They came off a pref, uh, impressive win against the Bills. So will they have a hangover week? Or? Tua might be hurt, too. I think. Tua might be hurt? Well, what if you, Tua's hurt. Who, Tua? Tua. He was hurt. He supposedly had got a concussion against the Bills. They basically just ruled it out and said it was his back and he's fine. But he looked like he was out. Like he got up and stumbled around and they were investigating that. The NFL was investigating their, the Dolphins concussion protocol. Because obviously winning games is more important to uh, the yeah. owners, the NFL, than concussions or COVID, whatever. Because it seems like last year they also – no one had COVID after like week four. It was like, this isn't real anymore. We need, need these guys out there. Yeah. And so – I think the I think it's a good pick. You take the points against uh, the Bengals. The Bengals, you know, they beat the Jets, but they really haven't looked that good this year. Well, they haven't. All right, my second one is uh, Kentucky. They have um, Ole Miss, who is favored seven. It was a seven and a half at one point. I'm not taking them to cover. I'm taking them to win straight up. Whoa, that's a big pick right there. I'd take the points, but you do you. Uh, it's a yeah. I'm taking them to win straight up. Rodriguez is back. The only thing is is whether our O-line shows up. Uh, also, our, our DN's out, so that that's kind of that hurts pretty bad right there. Um, so there's some questions, um, but I'm still – I think Levis, I think they're going to throw it about 40 times. They have to. you got, you got those three really good wide receivers. Dane Rodriguez King. also, he's a good blocker. Mm-hmm. People don't think about that. He's, he's a good blocker. He's a big guy, He's a and uh, he'll defend the quarterback a little bit. Uh, better than the uh, other guys. But that's my second. My third, it's coming a tropical storm, which was a hurricane in South Carolina. Clemson, NC State. Is that? It's at Clemson. Okay, yeah. It, we're taking the under. 40. That's so low. Uh, yeah, it's it. going to be windy. It's going to be rainy. It is very low. But they're going to run the ball. Clock's going to tick. And that's that's my three. I don't think that dude can throw the ball in perfect weather, so he's definitely going to throw it. The Clemson guy. Ugalea looked pretty good last week throwing he the ball. He did. But that's when you got to fight. Like, you think, oh, he's good, he's good. No. you you got to fight. You don't think his confidence is back, like, after having one good game, chucking the pigskin? I I watched a little bit of the highlights. I didn't watch the game, but I watched a few of the highlights. It looked like some of them. He, he was, There were was some 50-50 balls he threw up, and it's Wake Forest. So. Uh, but I, my third pick, I just thought of it, A&M, three-and-a-half. At Mississippi State, you got to fade Mississippi State when they're a favorite. Hmm. And I think A and M's actually like they got LSU's quarterback in there now, Max Johnson. Yep, the other Max Johnson. Yeah, the other Max Johnson. So I think they're actually that's the John, Johnny sitting in that one. So I, I actually like it. he took him to win, but I like the points. So I might take him to win. I love to see the Noble Sports Parlay. We'll have to figure out whoever wants to get rid of Arkansas and Alabama, since me and West are on opposite sides of that one, and then uh, maybe just put. Uh, Kentucky to win and to cover. Let's go from that and get rid of Arkansas, Alabama. Go from there. There's going to be some, a lot of money made off Kentucky this this week, I think. I would, I'm still taking them. But. I would love to see a big rider go with the the nine the Noble Sports Parlay, take all of our bets, put a little bit of money on it, and see if they hit. That, that might be what I start to do every week. I'm just going to bet. We all got three? We have a nine-team parlay? Nine-team parlay go from there. I usually put one crazy one that has yet to hit, but, I mean, I can win big, obviously, if it ever does. But maybe one day. Anyway, those are our bets for the week. What? Those are our bets for the week. Moving on, this is a new part of our podcast. We're going to do the top four, uh, 
I rank. I rank. Oh, you want to rank the top four teams? Yeah, we done it last week, and it's changed up a lot. Okay, well, I'll give you my rankings first. I, I honestly, I think they are pretty uh, even. The top four: Letcher, Hazard, PCC, and Brethren. I have a one A, one B, and then uh, both teams ranked second because I think you know there's a couple of these teams that they yours is probably if, same as mine because if, we're probably thinking on the same. Level. If they played you know a hundred times, I don't, know I don't think any don't teams winning happens. more. 48, I think no team's winning more than like 52, 53 times. Like, I think it's going to be pretty close. At two, I have PCC and Brethren. I think they're both pretty even. Brethren, you know, they were driving to end the game. They get a, you know, a penalty, holding penalty, and then it's like they fell apart and they tried to kick a last second field goal. And PCC and Brethren. That's who I would take. Two, I think if that game's played 10 times, both teams win five. That's my opinion on it. I just think they're very evenly matched. You know, Matt Robinson, he might differ. PCC's won 20 times the last 20 years, but Brethren hasn't won 20 years. But I still think. If that game was played at Breathitt, Breathitt wins. But if it's played at Perry Central, Perry Central wins. That's just how I feel it going. 1A, I have Letcher, and 1B, I have Hazard. The reason why I can't defer between those two, Hazard beat them straight up, and then Hazard, you know, they lost a fluky game to Breathitt where they, their center was kicked out. They end up losing by two. I think the kicker missed a field goal, and then they ran one back. I think they went for two and didn't get it. I, I think – I don't remember exactly if that's how it yeah. went. I think that's how it happened. Yeah, that's how it went. So that's why I got Hazard ahead of Breath and Hazard. You know they're third and one A. They look pretty good. I think the one A and two A teams are all pretty. Like they they should just make that one. Uh, Wait, Breath one class. Major Hazard was seven, did they not? No, they won twenty nine twenty seven. Two. Caitlin had it right. She mm-hmm. said before the game. She said two points would be the difference, and she was right. Caitlin, if you she's, she, she's the new Vegas. We might we might need to get uh, Caitlin Kohler, Caitlin Huff. Uh, Bet of the week, who she's taking? Be like I bet on this team, she'd probably do great. Probably money. Yeah, locked in. She'd go like five and zero oh for the rest of the year. And then I have Letcher number one. You know, Jonah Hill. He looks like the best player in the out of all those teams. So I have him number one on my Noble Sports Player of the Year rankings. We'll give those out. Uh, we can do those this week if you want. Then I have some shout outs. My top five anyway. So those are my picks for my rankings. Wes, we'll let you go. Who do you think? I think we're all probably going to agree on this. I think I have the same. I go. Perry, Perry Breathitt, tied for second. There's only two teams uh, left. Yeah, I got to put Hazard in front of Electric just because of the head of Hazard. I mean, they won straight you up. You think so? But I, yeah. I don't think, I disagree. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, just the head to head, I don't know how you can put them in front of them. Electric does look good besides the first quarter. I think they, if it wasn't for the first quarter, Electric would win these games by 30 points. Mm-hmm. So. Like I said, they're minus sixty to eighty in the first quarter this year. Uh, yeah, I think you got to go. I think it's it's actually Letcher number one. The Letcher beating Perry actually hurt Breathitt and helped Hazard. Um, so Letcher one, Hazard two, Perry three, Breathitt four. But I think that I would put probably Hazard and Perry tied for a second. Hmm. Bold pick there, Kyle. Well, Perry, Perry beat Breathitt. Hazard got beat. But, I mean, it's it's kind of a toss-up. It really is because all teams are so evenly matched, and any game could have went either way. There should I, just be a 14th region football tournament. Yeah. Let them, all, let them four agree. play. Yeah, for, yeah, real. for real. Uh, and a then if we're throwing round. Leslie in there, since we, we always I, – I guess we, we don't ever talk about Leslie. Leslie would be last as of right now. Put Leslie and I'll Estelle in what, there. Let them go at I'll it. I'll tell you what really screws us up. If Perry and Hazard don't play each other, and if we yeah, if, we, if Perry and Hazard played each other, I think we could actually come to a better uh, ranking. I guess you could say. Like I said, they got to get back to the Black Gold Bowl every year. To just uh, mix up the location for it. Yep. But yeah, that's mine. 
So we're also going to do our Noble Sports Player of the Year rankings. Uh, at five, I have Landon Smith, wide receiver from Hazard. Four, Austin Sperry, uh, wide receiver for Breathitt. Three, Kaiser Sloan, quarterback for PCC. Two, Max Johnson, running back, DB, wide receiver, Mr. Do-It-All at Hazard. He's been, you know, great player this year. At one, Jonah Little, he's been running over everybody. He looks like the best player on the field every time he steps on it. I mean, Breathitt made him look better than what I think he is, but also he ran all over PCC too, so I can't really knock him for anything. He just seems like a man amongst boys out there right now. Wes? Agree, disagree. Uh, some honorable okay. mentions, Corey Combs, uh, Tyler Bryant, running back for Estel. Hey, sounds like the defensive player you mentioned from Hazard, 16 tackles. If he's done that every game, I don't know. I have to check the stats. That's what I saw one game. I don't think he's like that every game. Seems like Max Johnson leads the way. We always forget about defenders, but. We're an offensive podcast. What can yeah, we say? I mean, but defense, defense matters for sure. I got my top five just right. off the top of my head. Let's see. Here we go. I know this is going to be a great top five. <laughs> Let's see, we got Sper- no no particular order. We got Austin Sperry, Tyler Bryant, Corey Combs, Wheels, Wheels Turner, and Bryce Hoskins, top five. Go, uh, golden Toe, honorable mention. Uh, Braxton Terry's just – I'm pretty sure he's like 99% kicking. The only one he missed was got blocked. Not on him. Not on somebody else. Five. Kyle, what's your top five? Top five? Uh, yours was pretty. I think you got to go with uh, the uh, Letcher's quarterback. Uh, oh, yeah. What's it called? Jonah Little. Or Little, I'm sorry. Jonah Little, I think he's the number one for sure. Uh, like I said, Tyler Bryant's been playing good too. I think Ty, my, mm, I go with Sperry two, probably Tyler Bryant three. Uh, let's go with. Let's go with Wade Pelfrey, number four. I think he's a good pick. He's an honorable mention on mine, too. I just forgot to say it. And number five, Kaiser Sloan. It's a solid list. It's funny you had two Breathitt boys up there, even though you picked them fourth in the your team rankings. So what's, what's, the, what's the argument for that? The argument is, well, it, to break it down, <laughs> Letcher beat Breathitt. I mean, Breathitt, Breathitt got beat by Perry and Letcher. Hazard beat Letcher. <laughs> I'm doing circles. The algorithm here, boys. I don't know where Kyle's going. I'm this. doing circles here. He's been talking about the same thing for oh, now. He, okay, if Perry would have beat Letcher, then Hazard's behind. Hazard drops. Breath that moves up. And that's kind of where Letcher beat Hazard. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think Hazard would beat Perry. I oh, see, I, I where is Matt Robinson to defend Perry County's honor right now? Sorry, Matt. But I disagree. I, I think they would beat Perry. If what? Perry if Perry played like they did the second half against Letcher, yeah, I'd say Hazard wins for sure. Because they just I tell you what, they struggled. But I actually I think Perry would win that matchup. Why do you think Hazard would win? I think Hazard just looked like a different type. That quarterback's playing better. Like I feel like early on it was all just Max Johnson. Max Johnson, Max Johnson, Max Johnson. Now they're kind of like spreading out. Like the quarterback's been playing good. What's the other Pelfrey? Hank. Is he the receiver? Yeah, Hank Pelfrey's he, a senior. Like I don't even remember him in the, or the breath of the game. And he's like turned Wait, into all of them. did I say Wade Pelfrey? I meant Max Pelfrey. Yeah, Max, the quarterback. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Max Pelfrey. That's, that's who, that was my number five. Uh, that, Hank Pelfrey has turned it on. Well, oh. both both of the Pelfrey's turned it on. Mm-hmm. And that, they, that other receiver, Vandy receiver. Uh yeah, Landon Smith. Landon Smith, yeah. He, I mean, they got some athletes. I don't know if Perry's got the horses to match up. I think Perry's like big boys would 
over override that puppy dog. <laughs> got got that puppy dog mouth override that bulldog attitude. Wait, no, that, that bulldog, bulldog mouth. mouth override that puppy dog. Yep. I listened to that Jack uh, Jackass like he the grandpa says it the other day to like these guys. He's like get this little kid smoking on the street and like drinking alcohol. And these guys like, what are you doing with your grandson, man? He's like, shut up, old man. He said that long hair don't cover up that redneck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that's our pick. Um, we'd love to see that game come back. Also, we talked about it three also, weeks in a row. Also, we done a poll on Twitter. I think their rankings was pretty accurate. Letcher, Letcher uh, Hazard, Perry, Breath. Breath it. Yeah. Pretty good poll. Fake news. Fake news radio. Anyway, new part of the podcast. We're going to start talking a little more conspiracy theories since obviously we had some uh, people tell us they wanted to hear more conspiracy theories. Our first topic is did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? This was a special brought up this week, fan vote. I'll give the little bit of uh, stat, or, uh, facts on it. Supposedly, Jeffrey Epstein blackmailed politicians and people in roles of power by filming them hooking up with underage women at his uh, island, island, wherever that was at. I don't know. Who knows? Bill Clinton flew with Jeffrey Epstein 26 times over the course of his lifetime. So a little sketch there. And obviously the Clintons, you know, not saying they're clean all around, but I'm pretty sure there was some... Uh, Everybody and, thinks they kill everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like they, I, I, I don't know. Where I, would you I even find? I can't say that I disagree. Where would you find assassins? Like, is this on the Kentucky back pages? I don't know where the heck you go to, like, hey, I need Lime someone wire. to kill somebody. Probably Russia. Tor. I don't know. I think they're all Russian. The Russian? I don't know. I can make that up. Um, some reason to think that he didn't commit suicide was, or he did, did commit suicide. He changed his will two days before his death. So, Wes, if someone's going to change their will, it kind of thinks like they're planning to die. Do you agree or disagree? I agree with that. I, I want I, I got like to. I want you to like say everything before I give my two cents. Oh, okay. because I, I got something. Something important uh, to say. Yeah, I'll I'll go on my list here. So, um, some questions that I had: Why did the prison uh, take him off suicide watch? He tried to commit suicide like. Once and then you don't take a guy off suicide watch after someone's like, Oh, I'm gonna just kill myself, but oh, yeah, he won't do it again, no big deal. He tried to hang himself and he failed, so little sketch. His cellmate was like this big, jacked, like, uh, cop who got arrested for murder, killing other people. Oh. Um, that's who he was first in there with. Huh. The guards was he, didn't work. Was he, was he planted in there? Mm. TBD, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to give our opinion on it. Um, the guards weren't even like checking in on him, like, he could have, you know. Hung himself. He had his sleep apnea machine. They said the cord could have been used to hang himself, but why wouldn't the guards check it on him if he was like on suicide watch? You know, why was the camera turned off? Like obviously, that's, you can turn the leave the camera on for yeah. Jeffrey Epstein, the most high profile client uh, prison in the system. With his death, we now don't have any way of finding out about these the sex trafficking ring and who was a part of that. Well, I, we do. It's that woman. No. But the, why? Okay, another question I have. So there was. Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's trial was blasted everywhere. It was headline news. We don't didn't hear anything about Ghislaine Maxwell and her her trial. Like, why? I think you would and I both would rather know. Like, okay, what's who does she have uh, dirt on? Like, why didn't they put that one everywhere? I think we all know the answer to that. Yeah, it's Ever, just yeah. all the powerful people, yeah. and like, they they not, like sweep this underneath the rug. Yeah, we're sweeping this underneath the rug here. So here's a question for you: Do you think it's a lot of 
people that uh, run countries, prime ministers, politicians that he that he has this dirt on, and they like they can't let this get out because it would be mayhem in the streets. Like people would want these people of power, people in like decision making positions, you know, run out of town if they knew that they what was going on behind closed doors. Because obviously, like the Prince of England, right, Andrew or something, he was a. What is it, Andrew? I think it's Andrew. Anyway, I think it is Andrew. He was known for like going to this island and pick, had all these pictures with uh, Jeffrey Epstein. That was, did you see that interview with him? Yeah, I did, where he like couldn't talk about <laughs> him. He just said crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's a convenient place to stay, mate. Um, here's a little uh, uh, medical history for you. So his neck fracture wasn't broken in a way that a typical hanging would show. It was a, a C... Like a choking. Like a choking fracture. Well, C2 fracture is that. I don't want to put C2. You're the doctor. Okay, I am a doctor, but I don't remember. Anyway, uh, hangman's fracture is a C2 fracture. So you have seven vertebrae in your neck. It's called cervical vertebrae, whatever. If you People that typically hang themselves, your C2 vertebrae is broken. His neck wasn't broken like that. It was broken, you know, like he was strangled. And it was broken like three places, which is very uncommon, like the uh, autopsy guy. What are they called? The forensic scientist, whatever. Uh, he said, I've never seen a hanging fracture like this. So the fracture wasn't consistent with a hanging. The forensic scientist had never seen a fracture like that. The guard said he cut him down and the noose didn't have any cut marks on it. You know, it didn't have any blood on it, but he was bleeding. Like they, it showed the autopsy report had pictures of where, you know, he was like bleeding or whatever, like he had been strangled. His body was moved before the cops arrived, which isn't protocol. Like typically if you, someone dies in a prison, it's supposed to be treated like a homicide. Or, uh, yeah. And so you got to leave it there. It. You don't move it, whatever. They moved it instead, which is very uncommon. There was no blood on the noose they supposedly strangled himself with, but there's blood on his neck. Why was his partner, Ghislaine Maxwell's trial, not publicized like Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard was? A little sketch. Yep. And uh, he, my thoughts were he couldn't be allowed in a courtroom pointing to prime ministers and uh, past presidents who were at his island taking advantage of underage women. So, Wes, what's your thoughts? Obviously, I think we're all leaning one way. Do you think at all it was a suicide? Yes or no? I don't think he's dead. Whoa! <laughs> Where do you think he is? Do you think he's pulling an Elvis Presley? I, he's somewhere. He's probably somewhere, I don't know, Russia. What leads you to believe he's not dead? Do, did we see pictures of the body? I mean, there's an autopsy report. What else do you want? Yeah, I ate money. Money talks. You can, you can fake. He's probably right back at his little island there. No one probably goes there anymore. He'd probably just sitting there on the beach with a margarita or something. Okay, so, but you're just talking opinions. Like, what? Is oh, Josh leaving? He uh, out? There is. No. Anyway, I don't know why he's done. But uh, there's no facts behind what I'm saying. I'm just saying what I think. That's just your opinion. <laughs> you just think he's, uh, it, the whole suicide, homicide is all fake, and he's still around somewhere where no one can find him. I think if you got dirt on all these powerful people, they just, they don't kill you. I think he's above – he's above uh, – I'm sure if he died, he'd be like, I, I'll release – if I get killed, I'm going to release everything I I got. So I think he'd probably like, oh, he's dead. We killed him. Or he killed himself, uh, and then he's just back at his little island. But why wouldn't all these powerful people want him dead if they, he has this dirt on him? It'd be pretty – you solve a problem pretty quick if you just take him out. Well, maybe he – maybe somebody else has got the dirt. To, what if – Gislaine, Gislaine or whatever her name is, you know, she probably got all the dirt too. She's not dead. She's, where, where is she at? Jail, supposedly. I don't know which one. Guant- Guantanamo? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, 
she's in some nice little yeah she's living she a good life she's probably in like a little daycare area or something but <laughs> i got a story about jail after we after the podcast so i don't want to talk about it on the podcast i just don't i don't know it's just he could very well be live but i don't know i ain't got no facts to back that up that's just what i think that's just your opinion. I gave you all of all of the facts that I researched you this week, <laughs> and Wes just totally blew it all away with like he ain't dead; he's somewhere else. You pulling a Doug Noble right now, just like arguing some not something like how the Earth is flat. Actually, you reading the Earth's flat book? That'll be a new one. That'll be a topic eventually. So, but you finish that book, and then you get to back with us. Yeah, I will. I've got a little homework. Okay, so Kyle, figure yeah. it out. I'll figure everything out. Also, the whole Earth not spinning definitely spins. Jupiter was closer than it ever was. Won't Same. be that close. Told You've you. Seen it. I looked out, looked at it. Facts. It was Where's way a lot guys? bigger. It's not. It's moved on. Like, you'll see it's not, but it won't be as big as it was. Anyway, Kyle, what's your prediction? What is your opinion on the conspiracy theory? Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself or was he murdered? Uh, no, he was murdered. He didn't kill himself. I think the biggest thing that's like a red flag is the, uh, the, um, how his bones in the neck was, um, inconsistent. Pointed, yeah, it was inconsistent with the hanging mm-hmm. and pointing more to, towards a strangulation. Uh, and I think that's the biggest red flag. And I actually, I'm not sure if anybody can even, even considers this a conspiracy theory because everybody's on the same page. Besides Wes, who says he's still alive, but everybody else is just, well, that's, kinda, that's, that's in, that's like one B, you know, he's, he's ever, everybody's caught up on, did he kill himself or was he murdered? He's probably just out here like <laughs> Got a at Trader Joe's just getting like a, some groceries or something. I don't know. I mean, he's got enough money. You know, there's all kinds of plastic surgeons out there. It wouldn't be too hard to go, hey, I just need a new a makeover. Just make me look different, not, not like I currently look. You just change my change my look and let me live my days off as doing something else. Yeah. 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 I, that, I mean, it could be. I have no idea, but he didn't kill himself. That's just your opinion? Uh, but besides facts, the, besides facts. The, the inconsistent neck fracture, is there anything else that would lead you to believe that he didn't kill himself? Yeah, about basically everything you said, but I think that was just the one that in my mind that that sticks with my mind. You know, I'm like, dang, that just that don't that don't add up. I think they interviewed his brother, and he was like, yeah, he wouldn't kill himself. Besides the fact that he tried, yeah. supposedly tried earlier, but they was like, he's he's not like that. He wouldn't go out like that because he was obviously you're de- pretty depressed when you first get into jail. Yeah. But uh, he was like, yeah, I'm not that guy. He wouldn't do it. Like besides right. that, um, I think it is strange that all he had dirt on all these people, and then they wouldn't try to have him killed. Wes, how easy do you think it is to have? someone killed who's in jail i think if you got enough power power you can make it look like they did like i think that if if these powerful politicians want you dead you're good as dead and they can like sweep it underneath the rug like they have kyle special guest appeared on the podcast josh strong you want to ask him a question yeah josh uh we're talking about jeffrey epstein did he kill himself or did was he murdered come over here did he kill himself? Hey, they they killed him. They 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 had to get rid of him. Yeah, so you heard it here first, Josh Strong. Also, another question, Josh. Who you got, Breathitt or Millsboro this Friday? I gotta go with Breathitt. All right, so you heard it here first, y'all. Man, a few words, Josh Strong. If Josh said he he, kill, he didn't kill himself, he didn't kill himself, and Josh says Breathitt's going to win, you put your money on Breathitt minus three. I agree. But, well, no, I disagree with that one, but I agree. Which one? Breathitt minus three or he killed himself? Uh, Breathitt minus three. Right, well, Wes is on one side of the fence. The other, the rest of us are on the other. I definitely think he, he uh, didn't kill himself. Had way too much dirt on people. He was much easier just to like, get rid of him, and that way you don't have to worry about uh, him releasing his information to anybody else. But that's my opinion on it. I think – 
I'd say the most people in the world believe, like, yeah, he was, he was uh, murdered. He was in jail with a pretty big, you know, muscle-bound uh, ex-cop who got arrested for like killing people in his backyard. So I'd be, I think you just give that guy a few, few, uh, a few thousand dollars.